the speed has always been my first effort. And again, if we could just take the pimps out of the equation, I wouldn't care too much. Well, it's become a big concern for people living on Cap Street in the Mission in San Francisco, the city solution in the unofficial red light district. Plus, a crucial window is closing to find survivors of the Middle East earthquakes, the help from rescue teams around the world. Give students some momentum to head to college, the plan being floated to help high school seniors facing homelessness. And it's Friday Eve. It's beautiful. It's sunny and mild today, but we are talking about rain in the forecast. I'm going to time out that storm coming up in the next 15 minutes. But first in San Francisco, SFPD arrested a man at Ripley and Folsom Street suspected of armed robbery. Police arrived at 26 Emission Streets at around 1.30 this morning to find a man who was robbed and assaulted. He was taken to a nearby hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Officers found a car matching the victim's description and tried to do a traffic stop. The driver then attempted to flee, ended up losing control of the vehicle, and crashed at Bernal Heights and Parker. Let's look at our other top stories. The Tesla driver accused of driving his family off a cliff in San Mateo County is expected in court today. Darmesh Patel will be in court in Redwood City at 1.30 this afternoon. He is set to enter a plea to attempted murder and domestic violence charges. It's a miracle. His family of four survived a 250-foot plunge down Devil Slide back in January. Prosecutors say based on videos from a nearby tunnel and witness statements, the Pasadena doctor deliberately drove the car off the cliff, and there's no indication the Tesla malfunctioned. The death toll soaring in Turkey and Syria from catastrophic earthquakes. More than 17,000 people have been killed. Thousands more have been left homeless. Rescue teams from around the world are picking through mountains of rubble in hopes of finding survivors, but time is running out here. Experts say the best chance of finding survivors is in the first three days, and we are now on day four. President Biden heads to Tampa, Florida today to push the economic recovery message he delivered at the State of the Union yesterday. He rallied union workers in the battleground state of Wisconsin ahead of an expected re-election announcement this spring. He warned that Republicans may try to cut Medicare and Social Security in the federal budget. GOP members deny it. That's a look at your top stories. All right, let's talk about our weather because it has been so nice. You're one of my favorite people right now because <laughs> just keep this nice weather coming. I know. Well, I don't think I'm going to be everyone's favorite if they have like a fun date plan for Friday night. Okay. Um, we do have some rain right around the corner. Let's time it out, though. Starting off with this morning, actually, some patchy fog up in the North Bay right now, just near Petaluma, north into Santa Rosa. Now, heading into the afternoon, we'll see plenty of sunshine, even those two local areas that I just mentioned. And heading into this weekend, well, we do have a splash of showers returning late Friday afternoon. Current temperatures right now throughout the Bay Area, 30s and 40s. Santa Rosa starting to clear up a little bit more, so visibility is better compared to the last 30 minutes. Once that sun rises in the next hour, oh, it's going to be a beautiful day for us. We have low pressure returning into the forecast, though, heading into Friday. Notice how fast that sweeped its way through heading into Saturday's forecast. This is kind of what it looks like on a large scale. Just all the way into that afternoon, we're going to be seeing a quick splash of showers hit or miss throughout the Bay Area. It lingers into Saturday morning, but Luckily, it dries up for the rest of the weekend. So what does that mean for us? A beautiful weekend ahead to maybe take a nice stroll around the neighborhood, mm. take advantage of the weather this weekend. Plenty to do here in the Bay Area, and you're definitely going to want to get out there and enjoy that sunshine. Yeah, beautiful weekend to do so. I'm excited because I've missed the sunshine. Me too. Yeah. Me too. All right. It's going to be Thanks, a good one. Thanks, Jess. Let's take a look at how things are looking. Let's start off with our super commuters. It is already getting pretty busy this morning. There are still some
some backups in this area here. We talked about an accident in the area that's cleared up already, but it's getting pretty busy. 51 minute drive already from 205 over to 680. Metering lights are now on at the Bay Bridge. You can see that commute is getting very busy there. If you are heading to the city, it is about an 11 minute drive from the maze to San Francisco over at the San Mateo Bridge. You get pretty busy in both directions, mostly going westbound there. If you're going from 880 over to Highway 101, it is about a 12 minute drive. Justin. Cap Street in the Mission has had a reputation for years, kind of like a small scale unofficial red light district. But neighbors told us it's really ramped up over the past few months. They say sex workers, pimps and customers have been up and down the street. So the city has a solution. It's putting up barricades along this stretch of Cap Street between 18th and 22nd. The goal is to create an obstacle to stop people from cruising for sex workers. We sent Andrea Nakano there, where some neighbors say the problem isn't just sex workers. Well, this street has always been known for sex work. And again, if we could just take the pimps out of the equation, I wouldn't care too much. Bill Bloom has lived on Cap Street for more than 25 years and he's raised his family here. His issue is not with the sex workers or the Johns, but with the traffickers. Prostitution on the streets is something his family has become accustomed to, but he's concerned with violence erupting in front of his home. I think it's a part of life. Um, it's not something we dwell on or focus on. Um, I don't think my younger, his younger Younger brother quite gets what's going on right now, um, but I certainly don't want to be, you know, blaming and punishing the women, many of whom are quite young. So I think something else we need to focus on. Michaela Mays has also seen the young women walk up and down Cap Street looking for a customer. Personally, you know, it does make me deeply sad and um, worried for them. Mays shares the same sentiment as many others that live on Cap Street. Their sympathy is for the women trying to make a living on the streets. I hope that those, those people are being safe and those young women on the street are, are um, find a better situation for themselves. Whether it's having extra patrols or barricades, many feel prostitution will never really go away. Bill Bloom just hopes it gets better over time. There was times it got better and it got worse. There was times there was no one here, no one doing sex work here, and then it changed again. And so it seems to go in cycles. The supervisor for this district, Hillary Ronan, has supported legalizing sex work, but that has met some opposition. The San Francisco Police Officers Association sent out this tweet, accusing Supervisor Ronan for making it easier for traffickers to prey on women. And of course, this isn't just a San Francisco problem. Last fall, we went to a neighborhood in Oakland where we saw families pushing strollers feet away from customers soliciting sex. This was on East 15th Street where neighbors there have been asking for help. One of the big concerns related to this issue is human trafficking. It's something the Diocese of Oakland says they want to do something about it. We need God to intervene with this sex trafficking. And I believe God if we would... There was a prayer vigil at St. Anthony's Church this week for victims of trafficking. Oakland police say they, that last year they arrested 169 people in relation to prostitution. If you or someone you know is a victim of human trafficking, you can call or text this National Human Trafficking Hotline number. You see that on your screen right there. Jocelyn. 
Well, Justin, a South Bay lawmaker is floating a plan to help high school seniors facing homelessness. To bridge that gap, San Jose Senator Dave Cortezzi has introduced a bill that would provide temporary guaranteed income to about 15,000 12th graders in unstable housing situations. They'd receive $1,000 a month no strings attached. This would be from April to August of 2024. He says it is meant to help them uh, stay housed while transitioning to higher education or employment.